Cutting off glow, body looking like cinnamon. I'm running shit right now. I think I pulled a ligament. Fashion killer, a liar, assassin. Get mom killing Balenciaga bastard. Hey, y'all. Hey. What's going on? Hey, we back again. How y'all we going? We back with another episode. Hey. So today we are talking about, um, I don't want to call it the black dream, but it's like pretty much like the hoop dreams versus the academic dreams. Gotcha. So like in the black community, you know, we always, it seems like we always push our kids to be these extremely, extremely great athletes, but we don't really push them academically the same way. Mm. And like... I don't really know why that is because I, for the life of me, I can't think of why that is the case, but, um, that's the norm. And that's what I'm seeing. I work in a school where all the kids are like, yeah, I'm going to go to school on scholarship and I'm going to go to school on to play basketball or to play football or whatever, whatever. And it's like, but can you read? Right. Can you do math? Right. So that is like the thing that I have been kind of struggling with. Um, I don't know if it's pushed by parents, if it's pushed by society, if it's pushed by the student, if it's pushed by the coaches. I don't know who I don't know who is pushing it. Um, But I know that it's a thing. And it's like black people are stigmatized by that. Yeah, no, we are. It's it's definitely true. Cause even girl, even when we was at Central, yeah, you know how many times uh PC would tell me, oh well, I I paid this girl to do my work or this girl to do my work. Cause some coaches don't care. Yeah. They have a whole system that is about pushing them through so they can get to the NFL or the NBA so that the school looks good so everybody can get a little piece of the pie. Yeah, and it's fucked up because that's why we're not building generational wealth because we're going after all these dreams when percentages are half of y'all more than half of y'all ain't gonna make it right right no matter how good you are that's just the way the system is so no you're right we definitely need to start pushing them more academically and it's crazy that you brought up like how pc was like yeah i paid this girl to do my homework because (laughs) i was that girl (laughs) (laughs) i made so much money off of football players in high school like I'm sorry to say. At least you got your money some in. Some of y'all are lazy. They like, lazy as fuck. I would be doing papers upon papers upon papers upon papers. And I was getting my guap. I was getting money off these people because they just simply didn't want to do it. It wasn't that they couldn't do it. It was just because they didn't want to. And so, and it's crazy because like the same thing happened in college. I did that. I did that in college too. Like people paid me to do their homework. I I should have like four degrees by now because you did work. I did so much people's work. I did so many people's work. Like, but and 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 to be quite honest, it was always an athlete, and I was an athlete in high school and in college. I was able to do my work and other people's work, but it was like I was determined to get my coin. Yeah. So I was like, yeah, I'm about to do this, but. It's just crazy that we some I I feel like it's like the black community values athletics more than they value knowledge. Yeah, because who can you think of off the top of your head right now that's famous for anything academically? 
just all, I mean, not that's in, not that's not, still alive. not too many people are famous for something like that. No, right. like like a chemist. You think of engineer. yeah, I don't know too many, and oh. it's like they don't publicize those people either. Like okay, shout out to um homegirl Christian Russell. She went to Central High School. She is a professor at Mississippi State University, and she's getting her PhD right now. Mm-hmm. Like that's some black excellence, um, black girl magic. Like mm-hmm. I live for that. Like mm-hmm. I live to see black people striving academically, and she didn't and flourishing. Yeah, and flourishing. Like how many? First of all, how many black professors did you have in college? Because I can honestly say I had none. Right now, I'm actually surprised because I have two. I don't have, I have any. I'm in a grad program at University of Cumberland. None of my professors are black. None of my professors are of any, any, of any minority. Ethnicity. No, yes, there no other ethnicity besides white. Same thing for when I went to Campbellsville. I had no black or minority professors. Hell, the people at the school didn't weren't even black. So it was like if you weren't an athlete. And you probably didn't see black people unless you were going into the kitchen right. to get food, to go That's to the cafeteria. So, like, my college experience was completely different. And Christian is able to really provide a necessary thing for students. Yeah. Black, black students need to see black educators. And she is doing it at a collegiate level. So I shout out to you, baby girl, because you are doing the damn thing. And I wish you all the success in the world. You're right. gonna do. You're gonna do amazing things. Um, shoot, we should have had her she, she call in is. to the podcast. We should have had. We her can bring on guests. Yeah, but she's doing great. Um, and it's great to see her being able to teach at the collegiate level. Like that's awesome. Right, but it's it's okay. I mean, at least she's doing she's doing that. But you're right; it's not it's not advertising. Plus, that's where you get these gold diggers, and everybody wants to be famous. Everybody wants to be seen. Everybody right. wants. And what kills me is I I even thought gold diggers were stupid because girl, I found out baseball players have no fucking cap on how much they can make. Yeah. So I'm over here like y'all literally settling with rappers and basketball players and football players for the fame aspect as well as the wealth. When bitch, you better get a a, a- rod, be like J Lo, <laughs> like bitch, she's gonna be set, set. Yeah. Like if you're gonna be a gold digger, do it right. Right. They, they ain't even getting the attention, so they want you, bitch. They, right. But anyway, but yeah, it's just everybody has a twisted way of what success is to them. Yeah. And I really like. I, I'm glad that my brother is a a potential NFL draft, but that's only because he's very good, especially going, he's at Pikeville. Okay. University, yeah. 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 And he's the only, and that is play. a no name for all, for all of you people who don't know where Pikeville is. <laughs> it is in Pikeville, Kentucky, which is in the middle of nowhere. It's like, nowhere. you drop a pin on the map. And, and, there it's, it is. and that's where it is. They have hillbilly Beep. festivals. Yes, yes. They had the, the KKK. They had to shut down the campus and the town. I was scared for because him. the Ku Klux Klan was driving through doing a rally last right. year. Yeah. But I'm also happy for him because not only is he when he first graduated high school or when he was about to graduate high school, he hollered he want to play football. He had a one point something GPA, and I oh had to tell God. him, right, that ain't gonna happen, right. You need to get. He worked his ass off, and now he has a three point oh. Yes, and, black excellence. And he's about to graduate, so I'm like, I'm so happy because he was like, even if I don't get to go to the NFL, I'm gonna at least get my degree, right. And I'm like, that's all I ever asked, nigga. Like, right, that's all I needed. <laughs> so. Yes, and I think that 
I'm so happy that you said that, you know, that he is saying, even if I don't go to the NFL, I want to get my degree. Because what we're seeing now is a super, a super trend where people, these athletes are going to college for a year, two years, going pro. And I'm not saying that you can't get a degree, you know, while you're going pro. But my thing is like, what is your backup plan? Mm -hmm. Because as soon as your knee busts, Mm -hmm. as soon as your ACL tears in a way that it's not really repairable to the way it was before it ripped or whatever the case may be, you get too many concussions. Now you can't play football anymore. What is your backup plan? Because if you settled on going to the NFL or going to the NBA and then you got hurt and your hoop dream or your NFL dream is now down the drain, what exactly are you going to do? Right. You need a plan A, B and C. And yes. And not even talking that you're talking about getting hurt. Like, let's talk about all the other like white girls lying saying you raped them. Niggas out here on drugs getting randomly drug tested. Right. Niggas over here getting drunk and slapping bitches on camera and getting suspended indefinitely. Like, right. There's so many different obstacles out there that you can't just rely on one thing. Like, right. Even us, and we're not trying to be like NBA or WNBA right. stars, but like we during the podcast, you have a full time job. You're still working on your second master's. Right. I'm getting my degree. Gonna right. go back. I want to open a practice. You're an author. Like, we don't just do one, one thing. thing. Right. We are doing a bunch of things because we, one, we like to stay busy. Right. Obviously. And then, two, we can't put our eggs in one basket. One basket, yeah. Spread that shit out. Yeah. It's, I just feel like we do ourselves a disservice when we don't allow ourselves to explore all of the avenues that are there to for us. Oh, yeah. So, like, okay. This actually goes into our next question. Like, what was your reality? Was the athlete route more valued or was the academic route more valued? And for me, I was coming from um, a household where academics was very, very, like, it was the thing. Like, yeah. I got in trouble and couldn't go to track practice because I didn't have adequate grades. You know, like, there were things that, I feel like I also put a lot of pressure on myself academically. Um, but my mom never was like, you are going to go and be a professional runner. <laughs> and that is how life is going to be. And this is what I'm going to push you to do. And you're going to spend your every waking moment doing this and whatever, whatever. Like, it was never that. Like, I ran track because I liked it. Mm-hmm. And I just happened to be really good. And academics always came first but I happened to be the athlete that was not secure in my academic ability so Mm. I had a 3.8 GPA I got a 17 on my ACT I took the damn test like three or four times it was pitiful that's okay but I I only got a 17 I graduated in the top 15 of my graduating class for high school You couldn't tell me that I was not a smart kid. Mm -hmm. However, when it came time for me to apply for college, I was applying to schools all over. I applied to schools in South Carolina, Tennessee, Kentucky. Mm -hmm. Like I was applying to a lot of different places. But the schools that I was was applying to, a lot of them, um, I was getting these really hefty academic scholarships to. And 
for the life of me, I was petrified to take them because my my literal initial reaction was, oh, this is cool. I got a scholarship, but it's academic. I don't want it. And my thing was, I was so scared that I would go to college and I would fail and they kick you, and out. then I would get kicked out or lose my scholarship, and then my mom would beat the shit out of me. Mm-hmm. So like, I knew, and it doesn't make sense now. I'm I'm 27 years old. It doesn't even make rational sense now. But I always said the one thing I'll always be able to do is run. Yeah. So if I, as long as I can run, I'm valuable to you. Yeah. So my academics. I was smart. I knew I was smart. I knew that I had good grades, but I was not secure in the fact that I would be able to go to college and not fail classes. Mm-hmm. And so I figured, well, if I'm going to get an academic scholarship, I need to make sure that my track scholarship is going to pay more than my academics because I'll always be able to run track and academics will be there. And if I fail, then at least I still have my track scholarship and it won't be as bad. Yeah. And so, but now that I think about that, that's a terrible, terrible, terrible way to think about things. No. Um, coming from the coaching perspective as a coach, that was stupid and it didn't make sense. Um, but that's what happens when you're 17 and you are not secure in yourself and who you are academically. Yeah, I mean, and that's what happens because I was uh, the same way. The only difference is that when I went and did track, I knew I had to go academically because I wasn't good enough to do <laughs> any type of athletic scholarship. So I just kind of had a plan to, because uh, I took the eight, this, is it ACT? Mm-hmm. I took the ACT three times and I only got a 17 too. Yeah. So I was like, okay, fuck, and I have to crazy. do this. The Kentucky average for the ACT is uh, 16. So, you know. We beat the average. Nah, I'm still mad about Ty average. though. He got a fucking 21, didn't he? Didn't he sleep or something? He's, no, he smoked weed or something. Pissed me off. I should have smoked. It's okay. Long story short, <laughs> I had to go the academic way and I just pretty much had to do a whole bunch of all nighters, just a whole bunch of look. If you don't do this, you're not going to be successful. So just do it and shut the fuck up about it. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I, I do. And plus, I love school. Some things I like more than others. But right. now that I'm just in my social work, I was waiting to get to this point. Because it's like, oh, any of these classes, I can take. Yeah. Yeah. So, I know, like, we are stigmatized by this whole hoop dreams thing. Like, we're pushing our black, especially our black boys. Yeah. Pushing our black boys to think of athletics as the only way out yeah and if that was the only way out we wouldn't have brains so that's the one thing um that i feel like we need to address like how do we stop this whole you know hoop dream is the only way thing like how do we stop that how do we get these black boys and black girls because it's starting to to transfer over into black females when it comes to like basketball too um you know how do we get the black family to be just as supportive and just as um strict on academics as they are on athletics like i don't know how many times i see on facebook 
people begging and asking for these um like little league teams for their kids but how many of these people are asking for books for their kids they're not and your kids are getting to high school and not being able to read on higher than an eighth grade ninth grade reading level but you don't know that because they're scoring all the touchdowns and that's all you care about like how do we stop that i think honestly is is just like what you said it's the parent it starts with the parents because one the kids are going to do what you make them do so if you're if you have this dream that because your life wasn't successful that you're going to make sure your kid's life is successful so you're going to make sure you get the fame and the money and all that through that then that's something i feel like you need to go to therapy about because you're living your life you're living your child's life you're living your life through your child but i also think that us as black adults need to stop generalizing our kids like we do that with toys we have the girls get the little baby dolls. The boy has the guns and the cars. We start them off young by that. So I think we need to just think about how we're parenting and not only put them in academic, not academic, but athletic programs. We need to set them up and teach them how to play chess. We need to t- get them math bees, spelling bees, like actually go to STEM programs instead of just going along with what your friend's kids are doing, what your friend says you should do, because we all go through these motions like routines like okay i have a son let's put him in a little peewee okay he's getting bigger he he likes it so let's just stick him there right instead of letting him try all these other different right right i think exactly what you said um i'm glad that my mom was an educator i got lucky because she valued education so like when i was little i always had stuff to do that was educational i in the summers i remember she would take me to barnes and nobles I would pick out three books for the summer and I had to read the book and write a book report. (laughs) And that's what I did every summer. Um, There was even one summer that I didn't have to go to summer school. Like I had the grades. I didn't have to go. But my mom made me go because she was like, you're not just about to sit here and do nothing. And And so I feel like we need to have more parents that are going to be involved in their kids' academic life, not just the I'm Tukey's mom um, (laughs) on the back of the shirt. (laughs) And at the school yeah. on Friday night while, yeah, while he's running down the football field. Like, we have to have more involvement. And it doesn't always have to be, you know, athletic-related. Like, what happened to Cub Scouts? People, kids don't go into Cub Scouts no more. Or, barely you know, like, um, Big Brother, Big Sister. Like, nobody's in those programs no more. Barely. But, like, you see them breaking their necks to pay $500 for um little jj to go and play football but you can't pay a hundred dollars for the little boy to go get some books for the summer and you know work on motor skills work on vowel sounds work on whatever the case may be i also feel like the parents don't know it it themselves so they can't teach it to them yeah and that could be another thing like i know there's programs parents do as much as they can so not to bash the black parent and i know not every black parent has this issue right. but it just seems to me that there are not as many white households who have this problem exactly like Woo. working where i work i have and i've talked to a couple parents um in my job because i've had to get them to understand the importance of them filling out the fafsa for their kid so mm-hmm. that their kid could go to school yeah and i don't know how many parents are just like well i don't know he this is what he said this is just what he said and i'm thinking yeah he wants to go to college and he he said 
yes, he said that someone was looking at him. Um, but you need to fill out this form yeah. so that he can get financial aid because not just because someone said they wanted him does that doesn't mean that he's gonna go there that doesn't mean that he's gonna get a full ride there's really no such thing as a full ride nowadays anyway but it's like you know it's almost as if if it's not um if it's not athletic related a lot of these parents don't care like when i was talking to this one parent last week and i had to explain to her like okay there is a, a large possibility that your son is not gonna be able to play because his grades are not good. Well, he mm. he he's great at basketball. I don't care. The boy can dribble while he's on his head. That's fine. He mm. might be able to stand on his head and spin and dribble at the same time. But homeboy got a one point two GPA. Mm. He can't get into college. So it's like. Where do we find the balance? Like, yeah, I'm all for pushing your kid to be the best they can be on the field. But you do realize that you do have to be able to read and write. You have to have grades to get into college. You have to have grades to be eligible for these things for these things that you want your child to be. So if you're going to push them to be this awesome all-star in sports, you also have to push them to be at least mediocre in the classroom. Yeah. And my thing is like, what is that going to do for them? You're not pushing them academically. What happens when they don't get that scholarship that you're seeking and they have to go out into the real world and they don't know how to fill out a job application or they don't know how to read? What do what do we what do you do with that? Right. There's not a lot you can do at that point. You we just definitely got to be more proactive and we got to start advocating for academics. There's got to be more there has to be more programs out here that is attracting us and that's a problem too there's just not a lot we don't feel comfortable we are not in our comfort zone right and we got to get out of that whole mindset like these things knowledge is power right so i'm gonna always try to learn that way i can't help my kids they can help their kids we can just be on a, a another level than where we are now one of the things i like i love 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 so LeBron James has that school yeah, in Ohio. And, like, I absolutely love that he used his platform to advocate for education. And so it's like, can we have more of those? Yeah. You know, like... I think he started something, but uh, he definitely has the funds and the resources to get yeah. all that. So I think if he shares that knowledge and not wealth, but that knowledge with everyone else and... We can slowly but surely. Yeah, because he's definitely an icon in the black community. It's like black people will only listen to black people. (laughs) We don't have no black people that's out here saying, go for education, go for education. You don't have to be a basketball player. You don't have to be a football player. You don't have to be a rapper. You don't have to be a video vixen. Like, we don't have too many black people out here saying that right like you see them doing it but they're not like saying like look you don't have to do this you can do so many other different things exactly and life will be pretty good so it's it's a long process but we'll we'll make it yeah eventually that's why i said like what you said letting your kid try different things like when shy is able to like get into sports and i hate baseball it's boring to me i played softball i hated it you know but like one of the things that i want to and that what i'm striving to do is be able to make enough money to where he can go and 
try the sports that most black kids don't play. You know, a lot of the times, um, sometimes black parents don't have the monetary resources to put their children in those kinds of sports because you can find basketball and football at the corner, yeah. you know, for the free. Wondike Park. Right. Yeah. And they're playing Little League games. And, yeah, to be on the team, you might have to pay, like, $500, but it's, like, $100 here, $100 there. You fundraise. You spread know. out. Yeah, you, you spread out. Um, and so my goal is by the time that he is able to start playing Little League and T-ball sports and stuff like that, I'm able to say, listen, this summer – you know, you're going to try T-ball and next summer you're going to play soccer. And the summer after that, you're going to, he ain't playing field hockey, but because I don't think they'll have that where we are going to be living by then. But like, he'll be able to try all the, all different sports and it won't be um, a monetary strain. But then I will also, because I'm so into education, like, finding ways to make education appealing to him because I feel like that's another thing that we don't do is up is make education appealing it's not always having to sit down and read a book you don't like it's not always doing math that you know in the beginning it's color sorting and learning your abcs and And, you know triangles angles yeah stuff like that and I feel like we don't we don't do a lot of those things for our kids um and we don't prepare them enough for kindergarten. And some of that is because we just don't have the time or because you are like, oh, he's a kid. He'll learn it when he gets to kindergarten, whatever the case may be. But the earlier you are preparing your child for school, the better they are going to be to succeed when they get into school. And mm-hmm. I would never want to make him be stagnant in the classroom. I would rather him be a terrible athlete mm-hmm. and a brainiac than to be this amazing athlete who can't read yeah same i will be fine with that because honestly it's just how we look at ourselves and what's important to us and honestly academics is important to me because like you said you can be the best sports person out here and all all it takes is a car accident the wrong turn the right. wrong hit the wrong step people and it's tear day i tore my achilles running so you know, so it can just happen. It can happen doing anything. So it's okay. It's okay. We just we will find ways, and I think even having these kind of conversations um, enlightens and brings more thoughts and ideas to how we can fix the situation. So please, yeah. people bring bring us some ideas or something. Right. Yes. Um. Let's see. Melanated moment for the week. Um. Um. um melanated moment for the week. So hmm. I am. So excited because my son's daycare is $165 a week. So I'm like, ugh, I hate paying it. Yeah. And um, my job finally approved my child care assistance. So now I only pay $25 a week. Yay. Which makes me so happy. That's amazing. Um, and let's see. And he took his pictures. He took pictures at daycare. So I'm like super pumped to get those back. So those are my that's my melanated moment for the week. Oh good. Well that's awesome. Be always willing to save some money. Yes. Um my melanated moment of the week is I've just finished my long ass presentation for my class. So now all I got is like two assignments to turn in, which are very easy, and then I finally get a fucking break. Um and I got one sem- one not one semester, oh my god. I got six weeks left until I'm officially a senior. So I'm yeah! 
I'm so happy. Hey. So graduation come through. Yes, 2020. Graduation come through. Hey. Give me my degree. That's going to be so dope. Yes, I'm fucking happy. I'm ready. Yes. So, all right, y'all. Thank you for listening. Thanks, guys. It's been awesome talking to you guys and talking with you guys. And shoot, shoot us a DM and let us know how you are going to um, create a even balance in your household with your children between academics and athletics. Let us know what you're doing at home yes. and um, help us. Yes, help us, help us help you. Right, right. <laughs> well, until then, my love, stay black. Yes, yeah, stay beautiful and stay brilliant. Yes. See you later. Bye.